Welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. In this episode, we'll be talking about Riding a Night by the Moonlight. Yeah, Stick around. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. Got a question for you. Have you ever been injured? No, I'm not talking about your most recent paper cut. I'm talking about a motorcycle riding type of injury that wasn't your fault. Now, if you've been injured, you better call Dr. Brad Bradshaw, 417-333-3333. You know, insurance companies are going to act aggressively in defense of their clients. That's their job. But Dr. Brad Bradshaw's job is to fight even harder to make certain that you receive the compensation you deserve and make your lives whole again. So after the show, check him out online at bradbradshaw.com. And be sure to save his number, 417-333-3333. Dr. Brad Bradshaw, physician, surgeon, and lawyer. And he's a writer himself. Now, not to get all sappy on you, but I love writing in the Ozarks. I really love writing down into Arkansas. You know, Missouri and Arkansas rides... They can't be beat. No matter where you ride, do yourself a favor and go buy Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first level five Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. Plus, their red level technicians can help keep you riding. Seriously, go check them out online at heartlandhonda.com. Or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road, where we sit around and have senseless babble and nonsensical talk for a half hour or so. With me is customary, Randy Lewis. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's best to get that disclaimer out right in the front. It is. I find myself saying that all too often. It's just like, Randy, damn it. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, it is what it is. I am who I am. (laughs) Well, you know, you spent the weekend with your wife. There's a whole lot of I'm sorry's going on. Uh, There's a whole lot of something going on. You're a hot mess. You have no idea. I know it. Challenge accepted. (laughs) Riding at night. Dude. I know a lot of guys don't much care for it or they get freaked out, but it is literally my favorite time to ride. Like I could ride between the hours of 10 or 11 o'clock at night to three or four o'clock in the morning and freaking enjoy it to no end more so than 10 o'clock in the morning to, you know, five, six o'clock at night where most people ride, but I don't know what it is, but riding at night, it just absolutely speaks to me. Like I, I mean, just hands down. It's just perfection for me. It's a great time to ride. Now, I'm going to preface this by being quite honest and tell you that I do not ride at night any, anymore. 
But mine is for medical reasons. Well, it's because your geriatric ass can't see anything anyway. Well, that one losing sight in one eye. <laughs> so it kind of puts deficit on you. Yeah. So I don't, for safety reasons, I don't ride at night. But there was a time that I did. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. And it was a lot of fun. Especially you get out on a cool night oh, and you got man. a full moon. Shit, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like the song, you know, crickets are in the air, the moonlight's out strong. Have you ever been riding across, you know, the Serengeti, not the literal Serengeti, yeah. across a desert or across oh, Wyoming shit, or something like that in the middle of the night on a back road? Some big wide open space with moons bright and full. You can the stars see for everywhere. Yeah. No city lights. Here's what's great. That's awesome. The air's cool. There's no people out and the freaking moon being bright like that. You can still see almost like it's daylight. It's, it's so desolate and so peaceful and quiet that it's just, it's just serenity to me. Yeah. As memory serves, there's nothing like it. Yeah. I really, really, really enjoy it. Now with that being said, there's pros and there's cons to riding at night. Okay. Um, we live in the Ozarks. There's deer. There's animals. There's nocturnal animals that only move at night. Exactly. So if you're going to come down, if say you're not from here, because I don't want to speak to how it is in other parts of the country, because, but some of the things are universal. Yeah. For example, the deer. You're yeah. going to find real active deer at sunrise and sunset in those yeah. twilight hours. Yeah, for Holy sure. Holy crap, you got to have your head on a swivel. Right. You know, there is something to be said for riding at night about being somewhat cautious. It's not just a freaking la-la land, do me on the rainbow. It's a different set of skills. It, it kind of is. You know, you got to be a little bit keener with, if you have poor eyesight, eh, you know, I, I don't know about that. Um, if you have poor eyesight, and, and honestly, if you don't, like good lighting on your motorcycle is a very big added bonus. Spend the extra money. Get the LEDs. Yeah, you get a set of LEDs that lights up everything. You can see, instead of seeing 40 foot in front of you, you're going to see 80, 100 foot in front of you. That's going to only help your reaction time. You see something crossing the road. You know, I'm always scanning in the ditches, see what's coming out, see what's going on. Obviously, the geographic area that you're riding in, you know, like we have a lot of curves, a lot of hills, a lot of things like that, that you've got to be paying attention to what you're doing. If you don't, you're do you're, you're doing it to your doom. Yeah, exactly. Now, if we're talking about out west or godforsaken Kansas, <sighs> where it's all just straight line, you know, that's a little bit different. I could see how you can get lost Listen, in the moment. I got to inject something here. We all love the communities we live in, or else we wouldn't live there. True. I mean, no harsh talk about the people that live in certain communities. But how do I say this delicate? Well, we don't talk politically correct here, because if you're going to be politically correct, I'm going to show you the door. <laughs> so that being said, Kansas sucks. God dang Kansas. Oh, sucks hard. <laughs> Jeez, at least throw me some nudies on the side of the road or something. Something. Flat, yeah. nothing, flat, yeah. flat, and smells of cow. Dude, I, I guess for doing cropland and cattle land, it's amazing, but... Oh, yeah, if that's your bag... That's F around. That's where you want to be, but... I mean, you don't see water, you don't see a hill, you don't see But if see you're into corner. motorcycle riding, move. <laughs> no shit. Unless you're cross-country enduro riding, because it's all gravel roads out there anyway. I am one of those guys that really has a distaste for trailer their bikes. 
I know that makes me an ass. It's just me. I mean, everybody has their thing. You know, we used to go to Sturgis a lot, or Laconia. Oh, shit, man. And you see people trailer their bikes yep. up there and then get off, and that's it's fraudulent. They throw a little water on their shirt like, oh, I've been sweating it out for a thousand miles, yo. But I'll tell you what, I'm a hypocrite now. <laughs> I have joined the ranks. I'll trailer it across Kansas every damn time. Uh, and then see, get on. I'll get over to Colorado to the good part, drop the trailer off, yeah. and then I'll ride the rest of the way across the country. Which, come back <laughs> trailer across i Kansas. love colorado but what people think this as soon as you hit that state line it's all mountain lines it is not no <laughs> you've got a couple hundred miles of kansas still to go yeah before you hit like you know just outside of denver by so i think it's like 60 or 100 miles or some crap like uh, that so i got off onto my side side note i just yeah. rant yeah sorry kansas but you suck <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen that Jeff Dunham guy and his puppet, uh, what's his name? Walter. Walter, okay. I aspire to be like Walter. You very much look like him. Some dude's got his hand up your ass and you're just crotchety. I told somebody yesterday, <laughs> I told actually a group of people yesterday who I thought Walter reminded me of, and I won't say because we don't go down those roads, but they did, the whole room just lost it because they thought about it and my God, it, <laughs> it is makes him. sense. It may, it's him. And now you just think about who Walter looks like, and there you go. There you go. So back on to what we started talking about so long ago, riding at night. We're talking about that still? Random thoughts, man. Yeah. So, you know, all of the riders that do the iron butt competition where you're riding 24-7? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at their bikes. They've got lights down low. They got lights up high. For sure. For sure. You know, the more that you can see, the greater advantage that you have. But like just the idea of being the only one out, you know, I do my business like this too. Is it's like freaking work while they party and hustle while they sleep. You know what I mean? Like when everyone's at bay and at bed, that's when I come alive. And that's when I feel just amazing is that, you know, when you're at home sleeping, hugging your pillow, dreaming about unicorns, I get to get out there and let my mind just run wild and get on a motorcycle and be able to ride and just enjoy the moment that I'm in. And let's be honest, you know, for guys that don't live like that, you know, get right with it because living in the moment is everything. You know, I can relate to that because I don't do it anymore because I'm retired, but I've always worked for myself. Uh, not always, you. but you know, for the latter part of my life and like you do. Yeah. And so my clock was, I would stay up till three or four in the morning working and get up at noon. Yeah. And so that, now that's all switched to being a normal human now, but yeah. I always enjoyed the nighttime. If I had to get out and go somewhere, it was nighttime. It's just, there's something alluring to it. I don't know what it is. It's, it's majestic. <laughs> if you Majestic. could say that yeah if you could say that with a straight face did you bring a thesaurus with you boy i am an encyclopedia okay but no i mean let's let's think about it you go out during freaking middle of the day there's a bajillion people out if you're like-minded like us you get irritated with the fact that there's a thousand people standing right up on top of you and in the summer the you're sweating gall of these people wanting to go out when i'm out Exactly. And make conversation with you. I mean, oh, like, shit, son. Geez. Then you've crossed the line of actually. Do you not see the look on me? this face? <laughs> yeah. So you go out at night. Okay. Most areas, there's a lot of 24 hour gas stations. Okay. 
you yeah, know, it's pretty standard anymore. We live in an area where within 30 or 40 miles, there's a 24 hour gas station. So you can still get fuel. Okay. Or say you're not going to run a full tank of fuel through. You got a hundred, 120 miles on average before you're out of gas. You can stretch 120 miles out for a few hours. Ride slow because it's at night, whatever. You want to be able to see what's going on. But just if you've never done it, get out and try it one time. Just go see what the nighttime has to offer. Exactly. And if you're, you know, people listen to this podcast from all over the country. And if you're one Mm. of those guys that lives in Nevada or Arizona somewhere, you lucky bastard. Oh, shit, man. Get on your bike at, say, 10 o'clock at night and just head for the desert. Yeah, go rip. And rip. I tell you what, in all of my years of riding all over the country, the fondest memories I ever have and I still think about all the time is riding at night and then getting to Monument Valley and the sun was coming up. There you go. There wasn't a soul on the road and the sun's rising up through Monument Valley. If there's heaven. Picture that. (laughs) This is it. So if you're one of those guys that love to ride in groups, okay, maybe it's not for you. But if you're one of those guys that doesn't really give a shit what anyone else thinks or does, or you're just so lax that you could ride in a group or not ride in a group, man, get out there and enjoy the night sky. Obviously, be cautious of what's out there also. There's nocturnal animals. There's things going on. But for the guys that hate worrying about other drivers out there on the road, man, nobody's out You know, in the midnight hour. There's not many people out there. If you don't have much else to do the next day, you know, sleep when it's hot as balls outside and ride when it's cool. Like we should have talked about uh, touched on that on our last episode where we talked about riding in the the heat. heat. Don't do it right at night. Right at night. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I wish I could see better at night. I would love to take that particular position. And oh, man, it's just, you know, my wife and I were out last weekend and she needed some aspirin. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, done. You know, we were on the motorcycle, so I was like, perfect. I'll ride to the furthest gas station or Walmart away and get you some aspirin. I just... You may not get it until in the morning, but I'll bring it back, by God. I thoroughly enjoy it. Like, I could... Honestly, it's probably because I'm a loner. I don't know, but I could spend hours upon hours riding at night. It's just something that speaks to me. Well, I'm just sitting here soaking in the the comment, because I'm a loner. (laughs) That's the biggest crock of shit. Shoot, man. You're just, always around people. Just because people like me does not mean that I like people. Oh, he's a social butterfly. Dude, I am. I'm a good time Charlie is what That's I am. That's it. You want to see a loner? Well, you can't because you can't see me. Yeah. And so, Shoot, man. Get a couple of drinks in me and I'm your best friend. Yeah, you Especially are. if you're paying. <laughs> exactly. Okay, some of the things that we want to talk about when you're riding at night to keep in mind that may be a little bit different from normal daytime riding. There things to expect. Yeah. So one of the things is keep your tank full before you even start out. Yeah, start on a full tank because if you live kind of where we live, in some of the rural areas, there's not gas stations open 24 hours. So unless you're planning on riding at night to a larger area where there might be a 24-hour service station, know that depending on what you're riding, you might only have 150 miles, maybe stretch it out to 200 miles before you have to be back to where you're at. Right. So do the math. If you need to, get a calculator out or ask a buddy or a wife or whatever 
how far can I go? You know, that sounds like a stupid thing to say, but uh, I'll tell you what, there are some people that you have to break it down to stupidity. Exactly. You can go this far and this far only. Aye, aye, sir. Will do. You know, because nobody's going to like that call at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, I ran out of gas. I'm on my motorcycle. I need a trailer. Which the proper response is, sucks to be you. Yeah. Sucks to suck, homie. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me to change my number. Yeah. Block yours. Right on. So make sure you're well prepared. Okay. And with being well prepared, like here in the Ozarks, we've got mountaintops, river bottoms, flatlands. You know, if you're a guy that doesn't like to be uncomfortable, make sure you pack or wear the gear appropriately. Okay. You know, we got times where it might be 60 degrees at seven or eight o'clock at night, but by one or two o'clock, it might be 38, 40 degrees. You might get cold. So make sure you you're going to get cold. Yeah. Yeah. And if your body is acclimated to the heat of the summer, even during the summertime late at night, yeah, it's going to, it's not cold, but it's going to feel cold to you. Exactly. It's just all sorts of things that you have to consider. Riding at night is a little bit different from riding at day. Bugs. God dang. The bugs, yo. Like, honestly, springtime, summertime, the bugs go from being fly size to freaking golf ball size. Yeah, they're pterodactyls. Yeah, you hit a freaking dragonfly in the middle of the night. And there's not one. Where there's one, there's a hundred and one. I mean, you're going to get your shit covered. It reminds me of that scene in uh, Wild Hogs. Remember that movie? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And they're driving. And they hit that big patch and they're like spitting them out of their mouth and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing to take into consideration. And one of them, he hits a a bird. A bird, yeah. That's not really a bird. It's an Ozark fly. Yeah, pretty much. Around here, it's, I mean, it gets kind of a little bit sketchy at times with the bugs. It sounds like we're we're poo-pooing the idea of riding at night with these comments, but it doesn't matter what you're doing or where you're at. You're going to have other sides of the coin, but it's still a positive experience if you properly prepare for it and have the right mindset. Exactly. If you're a guy that rides a windshield motorcycle, throw your windshield on. It might save you a little bit of a discomfort. Um, if you're a fairing guy, dude, crank that system all the way up and just roll on. Uh-huh. Um, it's just, it's just something that is so near and dear to me. I, I absolutely love riding at night, but with that, there's added cautions, added things that you need to take into consideration, you know, wildlife in our area, the fact that nobody's awake, the fact that if you run out of fuel or have a breakdown, you're going to have to go knock on someone's door that's sleeping. Most likely is pissed off that you just came knock on their door. And there's, Most likely? <laughs> yeah, pretty much in this area. Yeah. Shit, some of them just won't even answer. Dogs be barking at you. So if you're, if you're looking for a different experience, highly recommend that you ride at night. Be prepared for it. And I think that you may uh, have a convert. Yeah, you might. You might be one of those dudes that goes from solely riding during the day to riding at night. Yeah. Just because it's... It's the temperature so much better. There's not as much traffic. Um, and before somebody throws out a smart ass remark, riding at night, we're not talking about eight or nine o'clock at night. Yes. We're talking about overnight. Overnight. Yeah. That midnight hour or when bars start shutting down till like the four or five o'clock morning. Yeah. Hour. And where for the most part, you are the sole person on yeah. the planet. Yeah. You know, if you're one of those dudes that needs attention, Imagine this, just get this in your mind. 
you are the only thing happening at that time of night. So I like that. Everything revolves around you. You're the only thing happening between the midnight hour and four or five o'clock in the morning. Exactly. So it's all about you. So give it a try. Yeah. So we've established that we like writing at night. I don't get to, but we still yes. like it. So one of the things that we might want to touch on before we close out this episode is things you can do to your bike that would make it safer for you to ride. We talked briefly about LED lighting, having good visual. But what about, you know, you need to be able to make sure that everybody else can see you. Yeah. yeah. You know and, that- and one of the things is, what is your opinion about these little audio whistles that are supposed to warn deer? For deer? Personally, I think that's a crock of shit. Uh, you know, I don't I, know. I have no information to prove one way or another. Okay, so here you would think I'd be an expert on it, but I say F that. There's no way I'm putting some fucking whistles on my motorcycle. Now, I've got customers that have them, and they swear by them, and what they say is the further apart that you can have them, the better it works, but I just have loud pipes. <laughs> so deer do not like loud pipes. No, it kind of stuns them a little bit. And then you give it a couple racks, you know, just rev it up a little bit and it seems to work efficiently. You know, I, I wish I can do the scientific definition or the numerical value of how many people saved by having deer whistles on their vehicle. I don't think there's any such study. How can you prove that? <laughs> I have no idea. How can you prove that? I have no idea. It's How like many... the old guys in the old west that pull up into a town with their wagon selling snake oil. Yeah. And really it's just bourbon. I mean, there could be no quantitative value of the study itself. I mean, there'd be so many variables. How it's could impossible you... to prove a negative. How could you possibly? But, you know, hey, if you, if you like it, go for it. Roll with it. Now, talk about, uh, let's talk a little bit about other people seeing you. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, LED lighting is... And I'm mostly speaking of coming up your ass. Uh, Wait a minute, yo. (laughs) There's not too many people coming up my ass. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So so we talk about LED lighting with headlights so that you can see, right? But what about the people behind you? What if, for some reason... There is somebody else out in that time. Of somebody night. like myself that doesn't see quite as well as they should be able exactly. to. But there are dumbasses, and yes, I'm talking about you people. You know who you are that shouldn't Easy. be on the road at night, Easy. and you still go. So bar shuts down at one. You got to watch between one and two thirty. <laughs> right. But so, uh, some people don't see as well at night. Yeah. Fact of the matter is, and we have a lot of tourists coming through the area. Guys trying to get from one spot to the next. Can't. They're in there a hurry. In yeah. a hurry. And they're sleepy at that time of night. So, you know, the the cool factor of a motorcycle is to strip as much shit off as you can. Okay. Make the lights as small as possible. Make everything as minimal as possible so it looks as sleek and clean as it can. Spend some money on some good LED lighting for your tail section too. You know, brake lights, tail lights, turn signals. You want people to be able to see you, not just you see everything else because... As unfortunate as it is, you millennials, it's not all about you. Okay. Exactly. And listen, most accidents, particularly at night, is people not seeing you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the fact that you didn't see them. Yeah. You know, I love riding stripped down motorcycles, you know, headlight, taillight, brake light only. Hand signals are not very easily seen in the middle of the night. I used to ride a bike that when you hit the brakes, they were called flashers, your taillight and turn signals. 
would flash for three or four yeah, flashes. Exactly. Now that's it's a run, brake, tail, turn module that you put in line. You know, make sure two turn signals into running and brake lights too. But, you know, it's a good idea if you decide you're going to run at night. You know, spend a few bucks on your bike and, and update it with a good bright headlight. If you have passing lights or fog lights or whatever you want to call them, they're nice and bright. Your turn signals, your brake lights, all that can be seen from, you know, a good distance away. We're not running moonshine here. Exactly. Seen. Actually, ideally, they will see those lights before they physically see the bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for a fact, they will. It's just, it's just why not be cautious if you're going to be spending a lot of time out at night. So just to sum everything up, when you're riding at night, do a couple of things that may be difficult for one or two people, but in generally, most of you will get it. Use common sense. What? Exactly. Prep your bike. Prep your mind. Do you get that from the government? I mean, is that like a monthly check thing or a stamp that I can have? <laughs> so you so. want common sense and a check. <laughs> Who doesn't? Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So until the next time, uh, try what we talked about and see if you don't like it. Uh, I think you will. And so until next time, just keep riding and be safe.